hail our fair Riverdale. Register. I hated that. <laughs> that wasn't what I told you to say at all. I told him to say Joaquin. I'm trying to rash up the intensity just like the show is in okay. these final few episodes. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And, and she no, 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 no. You have a problem? That is a problem. Ah, oh, John. John is so upset. I don't know why. I get one episode mm-hmm. that gives me everything. And then the next episode takes everything from me and gives Caitlin everything. I know. Isn't it so amazing? I know. Everything that you thought you were right about, I was actually right about. I mean, well, you got the chick thing. Oh, there's a dog barking. Oh, and now my dog's barking. It's a fun little game. John is crying. It's a great day. (laughs) Honestly, John, I was having a very stressed out day, and then I realized, oh my god, John was wrong. Though I don't Uh. think he is wrong, actually. I think you think you're more wrong than I think you are. What? We'll talk about it. Okay. So this episode is called... Hold on. Damn it. Okay. I was trying to do everything in the right order. We always do review before episode. Do we always? We do. Yeah, always. I know. It's been been like probably... How many episodes? This is 32? So we've only done it 31 other times. This is 33. 33 other, 32 other times. Okay, you go. You read the review. I'm tired. Had a long day, John. Arabella Herondale, I hope I'm reading that right, uh, writes, the best theories, five stars. Yay. So I started this podcast super late after the second season was well underway, to, uh, to be exact, and I enjoyed the commentary so much, I watched the first season again. Oh, wow. You guys have the best theories. Thank you. And I even love the ridiculous ones. Thank you. They're never ridiculous. They're always accurate. Caitlin's <laughs> Betty impression is literally the best. And in my personal opinion, John kind of sounds like Jughead when he tries to imitate him. That's interesting. That's a new one. You Thank you. You try now to imitate Jughead. Say, I'm going to Pops for a milkshake. I'm going to Pops for a milkshake. I don't know what that is. That's not Jughead. I don't know, man. Uh, for the people who don't like the tangents, there's a cool little button that lets you skip forward 15 seconds. Ta-da, problem solved. I love you. Also, Stella's little pitter-patter and noise in the back room is just added fun. I love, I love it. Oh, so cute. Thank you. You're the best. You guys are all the best. Honestly, I want you guys to know, I know that it seems like we're anonymous people who are just so above the masses. I'm kidding. <laughs> obviously. Um, but... I know it seems like, you know, when people have, like, a podcast or whatever, that they are, like, immune to criticism because they are putting themselves out there in the universe, like, by choice. Mm-hmm. But, no, I want you guys to know that I'm not immune to criticism and that everything affects me in, like, a very deep Will Graham-esque way. Including every time you send love her way. And including every time I get compliments. So, not to bring up politics, but, like, if somebody said that I had the perfect smoky eye... I could live on that shit for, like, weeks. So <laughs> Even if it was made of burned-up lies? Yeah, I think burned so. Burned-up facts? I think it would just be a compliment. Yeah. I don't know if I would even notice that it was not. So. So this episode is? So this episode is called Shadow of a Doubt, and that's based on an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I've heard of him. Yeah, no, he's famous. Um, I think he was in One Direction. 
So, shadow of the doubt. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that was not a funny joke. That was a bad joke. It wasn't funny. It sounds like the bit from with Bob and David where they're like, yeah, we just found out that there's a fifth beetle and he's dead. <laughs> that is very funny. So, A Shadow of a Doubt is a Hitchcock movie, nationally recognized from 1943, um, and it's basically kind of like a suspense psychological thriller. It's about, the official logline from IMDb is, a young woman discovers her visiting uncle may not be the man he seems to be. Um, And in pure Hitchcock fashion, there is secrets, and it's black and white, and it's creepy, um, and there's a lot of really beautiful shots. So... That's not a really good explanation. It's a lot like Riverdale in that sense. But it's a lot like Riverdale in that sense. Um, I would say that, like, if you haven't seen this film, you should see it. I haven't seen it, and I'm going to watch it now. Um, I like Hitchcock films, even though Hitchcock is, like, a fucking nightmare. Uh, Or was a nightmare. But, like, I love the birds. So that also has a lot of problematic content in it, and I still really like that movie. So... Shadow of a Doubt, chapter 33, was written by Yolanda Lawrence, who has written chapters 3, Body Double, and chapter 21, House of the Devil. She was also uh, a uh, supervising producer on the show for a while. And it was directed by Gregory Smith, who was, and this is real, the kid from Small Soldiers. Oh my god, I was just thinking about that movie. I was just thinking about that movie. Like, Small Soldiers, like the one where the little soldiers come to life. Yeah, and the monster guys. Yeah, which ones? The action figures. The monsters were like the good guys. Yes. And the action figures are the bad guys. Right. Because it was like a, it was like a metaphor for the American military system. And the, um, and the Native Americans. Were they bad too, or were they good? I no, no, no. The Native Americans are the innocent ones. The monsters represent the Native Americans, and then the commandos represent like the people coming in and like seeing them immediately as threats and trying to kill them. They're like they're savages. We gotta kill them. So was this like a good movie? Um, yeah, like I liked it as a kid. I did too, but like it was it from a- the director of Gremlins. Um. But was it a good movie? Like, do people like this movie, or is this, like, a trashy movie? I've seen it recently, and it's it's fine. I should watch it again. It's fine. Because uh, there's so many movies to watch, but I should watch this one. Yeah. Again. Sure. Yeah. Did you ever see Indian in the Cupboard? Yeah. I don't remember the, how that one... I read the book also, which is very different. I think that there was just, like, a little Indian and a little cowboy, and they were in a cupboard, and I think that's what it was about. <laughs> I think you're getting confused with Night in the Museum. Are you sure the Indian in the cupboard, there was, like, a little Indian and a little yes, cowboy? I know. Th- I don't remember if there was a little cowboy. <laughs> I think there was. I remember the little Indian. I remember a kid puts, like, a bunch of toys in at one scene and opens yes, it up, and, and they're, they're all alive, alive, including Darth Vader. And then, I don't think it's in the movie, but in the book, the kid climbs in the cupboard and closes it and locks himself inside, and he's, like, trapped inside of a, um, of, like, a teepee in the past, like, watching the Indian's life. So it's, like, a real Indian who gets transported into this toy body and is covered in the future. That's so... What? There's implications, yeah. That's. I'm going to Google that later. That's cool. Should we talk about Riverdale? I've heard that that's a good show. Do people watch that show? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we don't, but <laughs> we know that. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, I was just looking at some of the stuff Gregory Smith has uh, directed. He did like a couple episodes of The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, so Berlanti really likes him. He did some episodes of Saving Hope, 
Yeah, I think I had to recap that once, like, a long time oh, ago. Oh, wait, I got that just confused with Raising Hope. Oh, yeah, no, those are different What's shows. Saving Hope? Well, actually, I thought Saving Hope was a very different show. I thought Saving Hope was about the hospital. It is. It is. Hey, it's got Lois Lane from Smallville in it. Wait, so maybe this... Hold on, this says a supernatural medical drama. Yeah, I saw the first episode, and I think that show, that show had to be... That show was at least on in 2012. 2012 through 2017. Wow, okay. That's cool. And he also did uh, some episodes of Rookie Blue, but he was in Rookie Blue. Interesting. So, would you like to talk about, of our three plots, we got uh, Veronica's daddy issues rearing their head. Yeah, let's talk about that. We've got, okay. Um, So... I have so many jokes. So Veronica is uh, putting some makeup on Archie's face to cover up all the bruises he, he got. looks fine. From being beaten to hell last week. Yeah, he looks fine. In fact, better, I would say. You know what it is? It's, it's CoverGirl makeup. My God, it's a CoverGirl makeup? <laughs> Actually, there haven't been like CoverGirl ads been this any. season. They must have real money this season. So they're like, we don't need to, <laughs> we need to do sell that. it anymore. And she's like, hey, I just want you to know, like, because I'm so awesome from last episode, uh, there are a bunch of like little mob princes coming over to woo me. Yeah. So what does that mean? Well, she says that the idea is that they're trying to present business opportunities to her because she's impressive because she uh, <laughs> kidnapped Nick St. Clair, which. Anyone who knows Nick St. Clair shouldn't be impressed by this. Also, like, I don't know if I would want that wild card in my business. Yeah. Seems like that's the opposite of what I would want. So, like, they're seeking political or business power by, like, teaming up with the Lodges. So... So they're sending their sons to talk to Hiram's daughter. Even though Hiram had nothing to do with what she did. Question. Yeah. So Veronica knows like a thousand percent that her parents are monsters and always knew this? No, apparently she came to terms with that over this season. Okay. She used to like think... Like during one of those scenes we didn't see. She used to think that they weren't... Stella, what are you doing? She used to think that they were just like upstanding business people. Yes. Now she realizes that not only are they mobsters, she's actually been like living in a mobster's paradise... Forever. Yeah. And all of her friends are probably the sons and daughters of mobsters. Yeah. And she never knew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even though she should know that now. <laughs> like, she, I don't... So she, in New York, when she was living with all these people, and people yeah. talk all the time. Yeah. She didn't know it. Right. But now that she's away from everybody else in the mafia, mm-hmm. she, like, knows all the inner workings of the mafia. Right, right. Okay, so she's a mafia princess. Yes. And she's okay with that? Apparently. Okay. It's... It's so weird. It is, right? It's weird. <laughs> because they already had perfectly fine story fuel with she was incredibly high society, and now she's not. And now she's an mobster. Then they were. Then I guess in season two they're like, "What do we do with Hiram?" It's like, "Well, what if he was just the Godfather?" Yeah, yeah. Makes his bones. Makes other yeah. people's bones. What if we had people talking about bones a lot? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel weird about it. Um, I'm like here for the ride, but like I don't really understand the ride. Mm-hmm. So, like it's kind of just like 
so she's just like a mafia princess and like that's like we're okay with it yeah okay i'm gonna say it again but like like as, i just want to make sure that i'm on like the right you track. are okay watching cool. the same show i am okay cool cool because like we had like pseudo like people with like mafia connections like in my high school like on occasion like what it's like a thing but like but like it was very much whispered about like it was very not a, like really whispered about like not like a thing anybody would know like I don't know sorry where were you living in? Long Island Long Island okay that kind of that makes more sense. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Central New Jersey, I did not think anyone I was going to school with was involved in the mob. Well, I'm sorry, but like, you know, you probably just don't know about it. <laughs> That's the idea here. You could you live your entire life and not know. This is Veronica's plot, and her parents are almost completely divorced from it. Like, they almost don't even know what's happening. Hiram gets involved a little bit. <laughs> but like, the next scene with her parents is just like, Hermione going... I'm nervous about the debate. And I'm going, yes. And, like, that's basically all they accomplished there. Um, like, the debate's coming up. This entire episode, Veronica's trying to make a casino happen. And, <laughs> like, she's literally trying to get a casino. She's trying to start a casino by teaming up with the thickest slice of white bread that's ever rolled through that town. Wait, who is that? Emilio. Like, oh, she interviews yes. all these guys and then just lands on, like, hi. I look like Agent Adams. He does. And I, she's yeah. like, let's start a casino with each other. <laughs> the whole time I was like, what teenage girl? There's so many things to be mad at your dad about. What teenage girl is going to be mad at her dad because her dad didn't let her start the casino of her dreams? Like, I don't. Like, the whole time I was watching this, I was trying to get to, like, the root, like, the emotion behind what Veronica was doing. Right, yeah. But, like, even Hiram is, like, exhausted by her shenanigans. What's... She's like, why don't you let me... Why don't you let me do what I need to do, Dad, as a 17-year-old girl? I want to start my own casino. And he's like, Veronica, you're not starting a casino. <laughs> and a conversation. What's incredible about all this <laughs> is that this is the, is the confrontation that makes her switch sides... And team up with the Andrews against her father. It's not her dad refusing to save her boyfriend from being kidnapped by a dangerous, like, crazy kid. It's because her dad wouldn't let her start a casino. And she was like, I'll start my own casino. I have the money. She's like 16. She's 16. She's pissed at her dad because her dad won't give her the money that she extorted from another mafia son to start her own maybe illegal casino. This is literally the plot that Veronica... This is the hill that Veronica wants to die on. Like, this is it. It'll be legal, Dad. It'll be legal, Dad. I don't I worked it out with Lawyer McCoy. I don't... I don't understand why you'd want to run a casino now. It's great because her dad doesn't even think about it. She's like, hey, dad, remember that casino? No. Come on, there's a debate happening. No, go to your mom's thing. You're 16. I think even Hiram thinks this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> go do normal kid things. <laughs> no, but like, think about it from Hiram's perspective. He's just like, a casino? That's stupid. We're building a private prison. That's way cooler. <laughs> we like building things, but only things that I say are okay. You know how... 
high school these like sexy teen mystery shows always have like oh there's the it's the hangout there's there's like the the club that all the kids yeah. go to all the time this one's a private prison no what if it just becomes a casino like next season all the kids just hanging out at the casino <laughs> oh my god maybe the the casino can be in a resort that is part of Hiram Land <laughs> if the casino is called Hiram Land uh-huh. i would be fully on board i know we're all on board for anything called Hiram Land so this is a terrible plot point for Veronica, right? It's not great. I like where it winds up with her yeah. teaming up with the Andrews, but like this shouldn't have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Probably last episode would have... That would have been a great place yeah. to do it for both of them to switch against uh, Hiram. But no, they needed one more episode. Also, pretty sure Archie's still on Team Hiram. Yeah, I'm really... I have no idea. Um, is he? I don't know. We would have to jump into his plot to really... But like... He seems to he just kind of looks and smiles at Veronica and then she takes her clothes off. That was so really... like suddenly he's thinking about something else. It's quite the lingerie set. That made me very uncomfortable. I always think it's really weird when teenage girls or boys go to their significant other's house where their parents are home in like a trench coat or something or whatever and then underneath they just have like lingerie on because here's my thought. <laughs> Fred Andrews, he's a nice guy, really respectable guy. Oh, Veronica, can I take your coat? That's not how he sounds, but... Hey, Veronica, can I... No, I can't do it either. <laughs> um, Veronica, I'd like to take I, your coat. You got that. I keep expecting uh, Fred Andrews to, like, talk to them and be like, Hey, kids, I got some warm milk and cookies. Oh, no! I know, I know. Oh, so I just really want that to never happen to Fred. It would be so awkward. Protect Fred. The Bruce Springsteen of our show. He's so pure. He's so pure. The other thing with the Lodge plot is that Hermione is almost shot at by the Black Hood. Question. I'm sorry. I know that you're talking, but I have questions. So Interrupt me. I thought it was really weird how comfortable I was with this like shooting scene. Is that weird to say? I just feel like there's been a lot of shootings on television recently and given like the current climate i would think that this would be something that they like avoided but for some reason this shooting did not bother me that much and i don't does that make sense you know i really i was more angry that it happened than anything yeah okay uh because i'm i'm watching tv for a long time yeah i've been watching it forever i think many shows have had episodes that or uh, storylines that revolve around an election of some kind. And every time they do a debate, I'm actually kind of excited for what that episode can be, mostly because I've seen some really good ones. There's that episode of Parks and Recreation where Leslie Nope has to debate against, well, Paul Rudd and a bunch of other yahoos, and it's it's a Paul great... Paul Rudd ep- is not a yahoo. No, no, he's not. He's Ant-Man. Uh, and it's an it's an excellent episode. He's Josh from Cher. From Cher, from Clueless. From Clueless. And then in uh, Battlestar Galactica, they did one near the end of the second season. Is that what presidential. you... That's why I was looking that up earlier, because I couldn't remember what episode it's from. It's uh, Lay Down Your Burdens Part 1, Season 2, Episode 19. Not the point. The point is they actually did the whole, like, a, a long debate, and, like, it, like, pointed out a lot of character flaws with each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, like... Two seasons ago on Arrow, he was running for mayor, and they did a debate episode. And the plot of it was someone's trying to, like, blow up 
or attack the debate. I'm like, oh, that's cool, because then he'll have to send his team to fight this guy while he's having the debate, because he can't do it because he's running for mayor. No, instead they just pull the fire alarms, end the whole debate, and he suits up his green arrow and fights the guys anyway. That sounds exciting. It wasn't. He fights the bad guys every episode. I wanted to see the guy do an actual debate. I want to see an actual debate. And instead, uh, this debate was just Hermione going, hey, the Dark Circle who beat people up, your son started it. Ooh, your son- debate's over. Gunshots. Bam, bam, bam. Everyone your, done. Your son started it. My husband funded it. Yeah, yeah. If it had gone on for two seconds longer, Archie could have just like whispered in his dad's ear or something. He's <laughs> like, oh, my son's actually been paid by your husband. Honestly, it's a super convenient Black Hood attack. Maybe Which could we will talk something. about that. Um, but then, yeah, like, Hermione's super shaken at the end. And Veronica is like, oh, she should pull out of the race because she's a target. And her dad's like, no. Yeah. Put too much into this. And then Veronica's like, whoa, how dare you? I guess that's really the thing that made her change her mind. But it's funnier if you think of it as the casino. It is the casino. No, I think it's part of, I think it's both. I think it's that her dad won't, it's really not about the casino, but it is about the casino. Um... I think that what it's really about is that she realizes that her dad doesn't really give a fuck about the women in his life. Not in the sense that he doesn't care about their safety, in the sense that he doesn't care about their opinions. Weird that she didn't remember that from last season when that was made really explicit when he threatened her mom. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, Hiram's kind of always been a shitty guy. Starting from when he was in prison to now when he's recruiting Archie for the mob. So I don't think we should trust... Yeah. Him, Veronica. Girl, yeah. Well, she's on out. Team Fred now, which is interesting because now Fred has her and Hiram probably still has Archie because I haven't made my bones yet. Okay. What I, I realized that that was in The Godfather, but like literally, what the fuck does that mean? Other than it's just, uh, it sounds very unnatural coming out of Archie's mouth. <laughs> so. Do we want to uh, hop to Betty and Cheryl, Mystery Cousins, or The Dark Circle versus, versus The Southside Serpents? Mystery Cousins. Mystery Cousins. Because that's hilarious. So, Betty doesn't trust her dad, because she rightly thinks he's the Black Hood. And they do this thing this whole episode where they kind of digitally enhance the green in the actor's they eyes. They did, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, really, they really bumped it up, especially for that one shot where it's just like, look, he has green eyes. Uh, but she kind of she kind of meets up with Cheryl at school, and this week we get a calm and reasonable Cheryl, and she's like, "Very hey, calm and reasonable." You've been through this before, suspecting your dad of murder. This specific thing, actually, you've been. Through You're the before. only person who's been through this, so like, duh, what are the signs? And she's like, "Well, uh, you don't want this to be true, just for the record, and right. um, have proof before you go for it. I'll help you." Yeah. I got nothing going on this week. My girlfriend's in a different plot line. So it's fine. So what do we think about this? Do you believe how? Look, I was all in for this. When they were going through his share B&B and found, you know, all the evidence they could possibly need. Oh, yeah. the She gets her mom job back at the Riverdale Register. They go through his address book. Kind of welcome back, Alice. schedule. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, oh, everything checks out for him to be the murderer. And he has the thing. The book. The Nancy yeah, Drew yeah, book. Yeah, the Nancy Drew book. Um, I want all so... the evidence was there. And then he was in the same place at the same time as 
the black hood and I started yelling at the TV. He was like, you son of a bitch. I was just so mad. I'm like, ah, you goddamn you. Because my truest belief at this point is that if it's not him, there's no one more interesting it could be in okay. this cast. He is the best option from a storytelling perspective. Interesting that you think that. Okay. Because I feel like the only other good option is that it's some rando. <coughs> Bless you. Is that it's some rando that Hiram hired to right, do it. Right, I agree. From the first place. From Jump. Just to make the exact turmoil so that he could come in and like build his prison. Which I think is an interesting thing if this show was 12 episodes, but if it's... If yeah. it's, like, 24, which it is, not as interesting. Plus, that makes it twice in a row that the person who did the thing was hired by someone else who's the actual bad guy. Wait, what do you mean? People who kidnapped Jason and Southside Serpents, but they were hired by his dad, Clifford Blossom, who's the actual bad guy who, like, shot his son. And like, yeah. If the Black Hood is like, oh, it's a guy from Montreal that Hiram hired, and then that makes Hiram the real bad guy, then... I think it would actually be kind of interesting if there was, like, a really deep town lore about, like, a serial killer. Like, if the Riverdale Reaper was there from the beginning, yeah. and then Hiram hired somebody to, like, fake it, mm-hmm. like, that would have been an interesting thing, but I agree with you. Um, I, don't, I don't know if Hal seems... I think if Hal didn't have that weird side plotline with Penelope Blossom, it would be a much more interesting reveal to me. If he was always kind of, like, a decent dad... I would be more, like, inclined to be like, oh, yeah, what a good twist, yeah, because... because they keep making him an asshole. But then he's like, I have the darkness, too, Betty. I want Alice to be like, no, you both have, like, actual... Mental you need, Yeah, you need to talk to a yeah. therapist. Get this town a therapist. Get the town a therapist. Get this town. Can we make a GoFundMe and, for and getting Riverdale a therapist? That would be hilarious. But it's definitely going to be like Geraldine Grundy's twin. Oh, uh, there we go. You can't win, John. You're never going to be able to have nice things on Riverdale, like mental health. <laughs> mental health. Um, that's not going to be a thing. But Betty, I have darkness inside me, too. Yeah, so did Chick, but he wasn't blood. Um, also, he's yeah. al- probably still alive, which we guess. Whoever the like, guy in the bag is looks a lot like him. I thought that was weird. In the trailer, oh, I didn't think he looked like him. Well, in the trailer... I was literally being a crazy person and trying to pause it mm-hmm. to see if the nose was chick-like, and the nose was chick-like. Very chick-like. It was a little chick-lit? It was a chick-lit nose, yes. So, yeah, while they're investigating in the register, uh, the scary-ass morgue attendant calls. It's like, Mrs. Cooper, I've got a body for you. Amazing. And Betty's like, yes, this is Mrs. Cooper, technically. Sort I will come of. see that body with money. And then she gets there, and he's like, uh, you weren't the Mrs. Cooper I was expecting. And She's I think, like, she doesn't sound anything like Alice. No, she doesn't. But You couldn't th- tell over the phone? <laughs> my favorite thing is that she says, but my money is good just the same. It, she says it so perfectly. Yeah, but, like, if I were the more guy, I wouldn't like, no, take this deal. Well, it depends how much money it is. I don't know how much. No, 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 no. I, I definitely would not. Do we think it's a little weird that Alice Cooper has money to throw morticians? Especially since he's been unemployed for a while. Yeah. Also, she owns the company, so I'm not really sure how that not works. Not anymore. Well, the lodges yeah, I own guess it. that's true. But Hal still works there, and now she's cool with going back there, too. That's, yeah. So. So where's FP and Alice's relationship that I wanted so badly? Oh, that, that happened off screen. It's and, done. And now it's dead. It's done. She's married again. Well, she's always been married. Yeah, yeah, yeah but she's, like, happily really married? married again. Um. Yeah. 
goes to the morgue, and it's not Chick, and she starts freaking out to Cheryl right. about potentially murdering Chick. Which I is, loved every moment of this performance. I hated every moment of this plot point. Was it because Cheryl was like way too like sweet? No, it's because Betty was way too committed to this last week. That she was all about this. And now she's like, I did a bad thing. I'm a murderer. And Cheryl's no. like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, you, you are. are. <laughs> but she should be owning it. She should be like, what, I, I'm the darkness inside. She should is. be like, I, I killed this monster. I got it out of my house. She says that at the beginning of the episode, and now she's like, no, she's I like don't freaking think out. she was saying that because she, she believed she, it. She called it a test that they had uh, that Oh, they had that was like not my reading of that scene at all. I think what she was trying to do is bait uh, Hal. I agree, but I think both things are true. What, you thought that that's... Sh- well, I don't think that... I don't think that... I think that you can have guilt about killing someone and still feel justified in the fact that you did it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think those things are like... They have to be mutually exclusive. For example, I often have dreams that I have killed somebody. You've told this story. I have. Okay. Always have those dreams. Like, I have those dreams, like, all the time. Like, all the time. Sometimes it's you, John. No, I'm kidding. It's never... I've never killed you in my dream. Um, I promise. But... If I ever go missing I know. for a number of days, I, da, ba, ba, she did it. She did it. I didn't. She did it. I did not. She murdered me. I did not. I did not. But she comes in with season three where like, this is Caitlin and some other guy. <laughs> Just know she killed me. Me and Steven. I forgot what I was saying, but basically, if you kill someone, you can feel bad, even if you did it for a good reason. But I think that Betty does feel guilty because I think that she does have the dark side and she has the light side. And I think that they exist almost independently of each other. It just didn't feel like an impulsive decision. It felt like something she really thought through and decided to do last week. And for now, her to be like, I regret it so much. She never implied that in her performance from last week. So So. when do you think Chick's going to show up? Dude, any time in the next two episodes. Do you think Chick could have been the guy? Or maybe he won't be back till next season. But he'll be back. Do you think Chick could have been on the roof uh, and shooting into the debate? No. No. Because that, that, that guy had the same exact build. Hmm. Yeah. That being said, the black who appears at the end of the episode looked off in the way he was dressed and everything. What if that's Reggie? I don't know. Uh, no. I don't think so. I don't know. What if it's Fangs? No, because that guy's dead. What if it's Tony? Oh my god, you have to stop. Okay. I will. So, Betty tries to confront her dad with, like, everything. Like, why do you have that book? He's like, I was getting it for you as a gift. Oh, how such a good guy. Because I remember you liked it so much. Because the black hood told me, like, damn it, I'm just, the black hood. I'm just a dad. Dad. And she's like, I don't know what to believe. And then the shooting happens. What do you believe? And then... We already had that conversation. Okay. What do you believe? And then she's like, I shouldn't believe it's you, but I still do. So let's meet at where it all began, where I gave that speech. And he like reacts like this has as much meaning to him as it would to the Black Hood. And then she waits for him there and loads a gun. So I think that if, yeah, that's like the tricky part because he does say like, of course, like... (laughs) I mean, if you really didn't know what she was talking like, about. He should be, re- like, when she's like, where it was always going to end. 
how it was always fated to be with just the two of us. He should be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to stop by Pops. You want me to bring you anything? <laughs> I can meet you there. You crazy, crazy girl. So crazy. Can't tell which one of you is crazier, you or Polly. He was really weird with Polly. He's always been... I think he just doesn't like kids. <laughs> He's not good at kids. He, like, he, he has a favorite, and it's Betty. You think? I think so. I think Polly is his favorite. No, definitely Because he was not. watching those creepy videos. Not after she uh, she slept with a blossom. No, He's like never. weirdly cool with Betty being like, oh, I'm just hanging out with Cheryl today. He's just like, all right. Yeah, I'm just hanging out with Cheryl today. Also, you, I can have sex with a, like a blossom. Like, I can go have sex with Penelope Blossom, who you know is Clifford Blossom's like older sister, right? Like, come on. Come on. They're definitely related. Even though they're married. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I know. I know. Don't vomit. That's all I got on the... Am I missing anything from Betty? No, I think that's pretty much it. Great. I mean, we don't watch the show, so how do we know? This... I I honestly feel terrible because I don't have the notes I usually have. John, you really have to just, like, let yourself be who you are. You know? Yeah, but I am the guy who takes notes. Yeah, well, emotionally, I'm speaking. You just have to, like... Emotionally, I'm well-prepared guy who takes notes. But emotionally... Yeah. You gotta accept yourself, <laughs> no matter your flaws. That I'm accepting my failure and letting them know. Yeah, that's not the same. I think it is. Okay, you just have to accept yourself. I do. Unconditionally. Yeah. No matter what you do and how you screw up. The Dark Circle versus the Southside Serpents. Let's talk about how Reggie's a fucking asshole. So Reggie's a fucking asshole, guys. I miss Other Reggie. 13 Reasons Why You're a Lucky Show, because Other Reggie is a nice man. So, apparently, Hiram is now paying for the Dark Circle. And it's like, Reggie, you're the leader now. They stopped being the Red Circle when they came back to threaten mobsters a couple episodes ago. Uh Uh-huh, okay. Apparently, this was, uh, Art, he, he talked to Archie, and Archie's like, I got a plan to find the Black Hood. What I'm doing is I'm pretending to campaign for my dad, and I'm looking every man I see really hard in the eyes. I'm just staring really deep into older men's eyes, and if they're green, then they're the killer. Can't, I, <laughs> there has to be an easier way to find this out. And Hiram's like, okay, um, not great. But fine. How... <laughs> How about you restart the dark circle? And Archie's like, no, I think I got this. <laughs> no, no, no. They're too, they're too dangerous. I need like a precision laser, not a, not a cannonball. Which is like, oh, that's weirdly intelligent for yeah. you, Archie. Okay. Oh. And he's like, fine, fine. But do you want to meet the new sheriff? I brought him in myself. He's very corrupted in my pocket. <laughs> His name's Michael Mineta. Uh, yeah. And you know he's not from the Archie comics, because that's a really normal name. <laughs> he's not from the Archie comics? I'm pretty sure. I haven't actually looked. Yeah, that's gay. There's, there's no comic connections this week. That's I should okay. have one for Reggie, but I don't. That's okay. Next time. Um, yeah, Michael Mineta also sucks at his job, by the way. Does he suck at his job? Or How is he are there no deputies job? on that second level? Oh, I have no idea. That's weirdly convenient. There's a trapdoor that was not on any map. <laughs> He's new to the town. That actually is a fault that makes sense. <clears throat> so the Bulldogs are all hanging out. And Moose is like, I have to tell you guys something. Midge was cheating on me with a serpent. 
And immediately, uh, Reggie's just like, I'm going to kill them all. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So Moose is gay, right? Or at least bisexual and also Bi- on. curious? I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to put a label on Moose's sexuality because that's not right. But sure. um, I think that we can all safely say that Moose doesn't have a leg to stand on in this case. Like, you should not be mad at Mitch. He's not. I mean, I guess... He just he he doesn't seem mad at Mitch at all. What if Moose and Mitch were each other's beards? No. You don't think? Because Mitch was sleeping with a man. She the beard for the serpent love and that she's feeling. Listen, I'm actually really proud of Mitch. Think about it from her Midge's his dad. perspective. She's, you mean Moose? No. Mitch. Okay. She's sleeping with Fangs. Yes. And she doesn't want anyone to find out she's sleeping with Fangs. Right. So everyone she meets, she subtly goes, by the way, there's a gay kid. His name in is the Southside Serpents, and his name is Fangs. That's what I think she was doing That's when hilarious. she told Kevin, "It's like, oh, Fangs is gay," and she's like, "Everyone, everyone, Fangs is gay. <laughs> He's definitely not sleeping with women or me, let alone me specifically, because that is a gay man." It turns uh, to the camera, "Gay man." What do you call a gay? Snake? Ship him and Kevin. <laughs> Thanks. Don't ignore anything he does around me, because he's gay. So he's so he's not like bisexual. He's just that that was Midge's plan. I think so. I think I, that's, that's what Midge's so plan was. Fucking weird. <laughs> like I'm like I'm making an assumption here, but that I truly believe. I mean, yeah. She like, was just throwing people off the sense by just telling anyone who would listen that Fangs is gay. That's such a weird thing because she was the one who said that Fangs was gay. Yeah. That's such a weird choice for the show to make, honestly. <laughs> but like, I get it. Yeah. I wish that was explicitly stated. And not just, like, headcanon, but yeah. Like, yeah. So, so Fangs, like, tells Jughead more lines than Fangs had the entire series in this first scene. He keeps saying Jones. Jones. Jones, you gotta help me, Jones. <laughs> Jones. 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 Do not call me that. It is Jughead. We're not that familiar. So Jughead's like, I gotta get the tape back from the from the cops because this gang is above everything which is how gangs work yes um and Archie's like I'll come with I gotta meet the sheriff anyway (laughs) and so Hiram's like this is Archie he's great and this is Jughead he sucks (laughs) it actually Jughead you have a meeting with him now (laughs) it kind of does go like that though yeah basically like I love Archie I don't love Archie Archie loves me (laughs) uh and I hate uh Jughead I just hate Jughead. You should hate Jughead, too. We just hate Sheriff was like, you're right, I do hate Jughead now. Jughead with me. Yeah. So, so, that happens. Someone leaks the video that Jughead had on, like, the internet. And everyone tries to go for... Everyone tries to go for Fangs. Fangs gets arrested. Fangs has a knife on him. Everyone's like, Fangs killed her. No one in the entire town is like... Okay, but Moose has, like, probable cause. Right. Like, he's the jilted lover. Right. Why Fangs is just the guy. Fangs is the, 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 the mistress or whatever. That's uh, why I was thinking that it was a little weird. Like, I mean, I guess that if they were fighting or something, maybe the idea is that, like, he, she's like, no, I'm going to go back to Moose, uh, who's really gay, unlike you, who I told everyone was gay. Maybe that's why she definitely did not know Moose was gay. What if she died never knowing knowing Moose was gay? I don't know why you think she knew Moose was gay. What if what if the reason Fangs killed her? I'm not saying he did, he didn't. But what if Fangs killed her because he learned that she was like spreading gossip and lies about him? You're telling everyone I'm gay. 
God, Midge. Midge, you damn... God damn it. <laughs> so... Is that why Kevin won't let me touch him on the shoulder? Because he thinks I'm trying to hit on him? I'm just being a friend. Yeah, honestly, this is a... This is cops. Yeah, we've solved the case. It is fangs, but nobody knows No why. one's tested his knife to see if it matches the wounds she received. Right, yeah, no. They it's... buried that body real quick when there's an active investigation <laughs> into it, by the way. Yeah, no, I don't really think that anybody in the in the Riverdale, like, mortician's office or whatever that's called is, like, really good at their job. No, clearly that guy is not. Yeah, so. I wonder if he let Alice come in and inspect Midge's body. That was a really brutal way for him to kill Midge. Yeah, but, like, they wanted to leave an impression. Yeah. They're like, hey, it's time for the plot to start again on this show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Riverdale, the whole town, is, like, super angry this episode. Yeah. Violently, mob thought process, angry. Over Fangs. Where Fred is like, we don't know if Fangs killed her. And they're all like, boo, that kid's a murderer. I don't like him because he wears a leather jacket. He's very attractive and wears leather. I don't know what his sexuality is. Kill him. (laughs) They're all riding outside of the police station. Because this kid is probably innocent. And that makes them angry. He's very nervous looking. They, they know the Black Hood. Oh, well, no. No one's seen the Black Hood except for Betty. She could have solved this whole thing if she was like, I, I saw the Black Hood. He's back. Wait, she, I have a picture. She didn't see the Black Hood. Yeah, but if she had, like, taken a picture of him recently or yeah. something, that could have solved all of this. But no, they. I guess people don't want to believe the Black Hood is back. And well, they don't. Don't. Fangs isn't at and the. It's, but this is thing, like. Right. Fangs isn't at the shootout. I don't know. No, no, he's not. He's in. He's in prison at that. Point. Right. So it's like Jesus. Like, probably yeah. wasn't Fangs. So, but they're still like, bah, he should die anyway. Even though everyone saw. Oh, because they're treating as different cases. Lawyer McCoy like can't solve this one. Yeah. It's, it's very confusing. So. Fangs is about to be released from prison, and the Southside Serpents are like, we'll protect you. And honestly, it's a pretty awesome moment for the Southside Serpents plotline. For Jughead to go from, like, I don't want to be a part of these guys to, like, I will die to protect one of them. Do you think that it should have been Sweet Pea? Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because for a while in the season, we were calling Fangs Cucumber Melon. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't have a name and he didn't have lines. Mm-hmm. Where Sweet Pea was someone across the entire season. Yeah, I think it should have been Sweet Pea. Is it a Cucumber Melon? But they, but they wanted to kill someone, and they didn't want to kill Sweet Pea. Also, I'm confused. Okay, so after Archie and Veronica get se- have sex, <laughs> Archie yeah, gets a call to like save Fangs. And Are you wondering if she was sleeping over his house? No, 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 no. I have, it's not about that. <laughs> okay, because I thought that was weird. It's about who shot Fangs. I can't tell if it was supposed to be the gun that Archie was wrestling with. Or if it was somebody else. With, what's it, with Reggie over or if it was someone else. I don't know. I couldn't tell either. I'd have to rewatch it. I thought it was the gun accidentally went off. Yeah, I think so too. But, like, Reggie looks all shocked, but that was his intention. Because Hiram, who's paying the Dark Circle, was like, eh, justice isn't great. You should kill him. I'm starting to, pu- uh, I'm starting to prison. This makes sense for me. 
Is that the idea that Hiram just wants to create criminals? I think he wants to, throw to in prison? he wants to make the town feel so unsafe that they vote for his prison so he can have a legitimate business. Okay. That's fucked up. I just feel like privatized prisons don't usually take this much shenanigans to build. Honestly, he doesn't like didn't Mayor McCoy already like allow it construction wise? Does he really have to fight for this thing anymore? I don't know if it's the person that he's specifically <laughs> fighting for, though. No, he also just wants to control the town. Right. Which is... Weird, kind of. Maniacal, yes. I don't know how he's got Hermione so deep on his side when all he does I is abuse her. I don't know if he does have her so deep on his I side. I don't believe your ongoing theory that Hermione's playing the long game against really? him. I don't I believe that at all. So I think much. she's just incredibly inconsistent as a character. And that, like, there's That no... they wanted to do a story with her and, and Fred last season, and then this season they were like, we want to do a mob family story, so they made her fall in line with Hiram, and that's it. That's, like, very disappointing. I, I think she's a, she's a pawn in other people's storylines. I don't think she has control over her own... She, I don't think she has her own agency. Question. Do you think that Hiram's going to last this season? <sighs> yes. I'm I think so he's sure. going to stay on the show for a long time. I was thinking about this, and I was like, what if he wasn't? He what doesn't if- die. You don't think he dies? I think he might be imprisoned and maybe, like, special guest star for a little bit, but, like, I don't think he dies. I could see him dying and then coming back from the dead. Because I'm betting he's great to work with. Oh, I'm sure. He's amazing. Mark Consuelos. He looks like they're... They all look like they love each other so much. He didn't come... He wasn't at the Paley Fest panel, right? No, I don't think so. Damn, I want to hear him speak live. I want to know what he's like... What his actual personality is like. I want to be his friend. I want to be the Archie to <laughs> I love him, too. Oh, who doesn't love him? That's the thing. He's a likable guy. Well, no. Hiram isn't. He's a lovable man. <laughs> He's a very warm, very lovable man. But Mark Consuelos is. Well, yes. I mean, Mr. Kelly Ripa, damn. Mr. Kelly Ripa. I like the sound. Who is um? Who is it at the end that the black hood is coming for? Who is it at the end? Cheryl. 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 Yeah, of course. The face that she. The face that she makes at the end of the episode is hilarious. Her scream is like, I can't obviously show the listeners. It is so (laughs) funny. You have to look at it. Like, go back and watch it. Just the end, because they cut away so quickly that it really burns in your brain. It actually scared me. I was watching it last night, and it actively, like, I was afraid. Is that weird? Maybe. Yeah. But. So, Caitlin, who, give me the, give me the superlatives. Okay. So prom queen? Oh, you want me to I, tell I, you? Okay. I, I, I can... I, <laughs> uh, prom queen. I would give it to Betty. I would give it to Cheryl. She's just a real, like, team player this episode. I will... You know what? I think I've made the decision that I will never give it to Cheryl until she becomes a consistent character. What if this is her consistent character? What if being inconsistent is a consistency? That's not a thing. Okay, you're being a hater, like we talked about. So, what that's about prom, what I bring to the table. What about prom king, Reggie? <laughs> hmm. I think Archie kind of stood up this episode. Yeah, but I still don't know where he stands at the end of the episode. 
Did he make his bones? Did he not make his bones? <laughs> oh my god! When the guy was like, "I heard you made your bones on Papa Poutine." Oh my god! It's and small his son fry. Small Fry wants revenge. I was like, is the, I started laughing. I like, "Is the show fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I hope not. Why would they introduce this now with two episodes la- left in the season? If that's next episode, is Small Fry coming for Archie and be like another teenager wants to kill Archie? <laughs> I don't. I think that was more just a joke, honestly. I think that they just wanted to get the name Small Fry out there in the universe. Oh God, prom king. I don't know. Like Fang seemed cool this episode. He did seem cool, but he did do a bad thing. Well, he didn't do a bad thing. He fell in love. Kevin joined the Dark Circle. I that know. was super weird. What the fuck? That was so not cool. And is everyone buying their guns from Dilton Doily? What's happening with that? Really the only I no, but I don't know where Reggie got his gun. I like that Betty still has Grundy's gun, and yes. like that's like her that's like her weapon. I don't ha- I huh, I don't know if I can nominate anyone for prom. I'm gonna nominate Joaquin for prom king. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about Joaquin. <laughs> Back for San Junipero. Yeah, now they're just saying it. It was like a sly thing last season. Now he's just like, oh yeah, I can get fangs of San Junipero. <laughs> Where is San Junipero? Where do you think it is? It's a it's a computer program. I know, so like, where do you think like it is on the show? California. 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 Do you think it's... Did you ever watch the OC? No. Why not? What year was that? I don't know, a while ago. It's 2009? Smallville? No, not 2009. 2004? Smallville. Okay, so there were other shows you could have watched at I wasn't that watching time. an insane amount of TV, especially network dramas at that time. Okay. It was, like, Lost... Network drama. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, I wasn't watching a lot of sexy teen mystery shows. Ah, Smallville was was like the sexiest teen show I watched. And uh, and uh, now look what. Happened. Yeah, and look at look at uh, Erica Dur uh, not Erica Dur Allison Mack now. I know. She's doing great. She's, um, <laughs> whoo, she's really making headlines, you know. Uh, God, that's terrible. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a hard story to read. Um, yeah, Joaquin came by for one scene. Good for good for R- him. Rob Rocco, shout out to Rob. Good for Caitlin getting another thing she wanted. I know, Caitlin got so many things. I love Joaquin and his adorable face. But no scene with him and Kevin. Like, that's sad. That's sad. Who was Kevin gonna date now? Honestly. Can't date Fangs. He's not gay. He just needs to hang in the woods for a while. Some kid will fall out of that nun, that nunnery. That is still that makes me. How have we not shut this place down? That should be what Fred is running on. (laughs) Like I'm gonna shut down the evil nuns, (laughs) and I'm gonna be like, hey. My favorite thing, but like also my least favorite thing, is about how Kevin just went to the woods to hook up with the kids and not save them. That's not. I don't think that's the implication. (laughs) I think it is. The implication is that this used to happen. But everyone he was cruising with were not. Just kids from the... If you... I don't understand that idea at all. It's like, we found this secret tunnel. We can go to the woods and make out with people. And then, of course, we have to come back by morning. We can't just run away. I know. It's so sad. Unless they don't have homes to run back to, which is also sad. Unless maybe they like it in there. I don't know. So who's your prom king? My prom king is Archie, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Explain your work. I just feel like... Uh, I don't like... I, don't I would I would make it him if I knew for sure that he was on his dad's side now. I was so happy when he started the episode campaigning for his dad, and then I it quickly went to Hiram and be like, don't worry, I'm not really campaigning <laughs> for my dad. And I'm like, did... 
Fred thinks you're on his side. Well, he's not not campaigning for his dad. You wore that that sweatshirt your dad definitely made for you. Oh. It's like, thanks, Dad. I'll use this to find the Black Hood. Well, okay, so here's the question. He is still campaigning for Fred. Technically, yeah. He is doing it. Like, oh. it's not like he's like, oh, here's this pamphlet for my dad, but my dad really sucks. Inside is actually a higher lodge pamphlet. <laughs> like, he is, hand- he is campaigning I love that for one him. guy who's like, I'm voting for higher lodge. Like, don't you mean Hermione? And the guy's like... Man, women? <laughs> no, I did not know there was a woman. I hate women. Now I'm not voting at all. <laughs> and that's how we got here. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. Welcome am I? Am I? I don't 2016. know. 2016. Uh, oh, God, we're going to lose followers. Are we? Do we care? I don't care. No, I don't You know what? Are. I don't care. Yeah. Totes. <laughs> that's a weird voice. <laughs> Remind me to tell you a story after. So... Okay, so you think it's uh, who is our chaperone? Our chaperone is Fred because it's always Fred because Fred's the only person who deserves anything. It's Fred. It's Hal Cooper. He just wanted to buy his daughter a nice if, book that she liked as a kid. And if that's true, then actually it is Hal Cooper. Then why is he still the share B and B? I don't know. Also, well, okay, we're gonna get into this rumor mill. But yeah, Airbnb, yeah, we'll, we will get into it. In the- don't you think share B and B is a name that Airbnb should have had? Yeah, because Airbnb doesn't make sense. Yeah. Though I guess, why is it share B&B in the first place? Like, it's not, that doesn't rhyme with, like, anything. It B&B. rhymes with Airbnb. Yeah, but, like, what does Airbnb mean? It's a, it's a bed and breakfast where you book through the air. I guess that phone, is what it's from. The internet. Maybe, yeah, that might be what it's from. Yeah. Stupid, but yeah. I love Airbnb. Like, it's a great concept, but... But also, you can also get shitty places... So I'm, I'm always like kind of mad about it, depending on the situation. Yeah. But it's neither here nor there. But like real talk, yeah, of course it's Fred. Who would we throw under the bus? Reggie. Yeah, Absolutely. that's pretty obvious. He killed a man. Yeah. Ariana wrote a really awesome piece for Refinery29. Ariana, uh, friend of the show? Yes, friend of the show. Um, who <laughs> She wrote about how he doesn't have... Like, like his reasoning this episode makes no sense. She kind of breaks it down. And I highly recommend you guys read it. Because when I read it, I was like, oh my god, this is so true. <laughs> and how new Reggie is so different from old Reggie. And new Reggie has a leather jacket and, like, flippy hair. So he's bad news. And it's amazing. You guys I had a it. realization today about Reggie and a greater problem with the Riverdale supporting cast. Which is that it's interesting that this season they introduced Tony... And she already has had more storylines devo- devoted to her and better storylines devoted to her than someone like Reggie, who's been here for a while, or Kevin, or Josie, because it is a romantic subplot. Yes, absolutely. They will only develop side characters if there can be a romantic plot with them and one of their main characters. And I think that's a huge problem. Well, I also think that the cast is a little large, and they don't... <laughs> They don't squeeze in people. You know what I mean? I disagree. Okay. I think they, the cast is large, sure, but that's an opportunity and not a problem. When you do an episode that fractures your core group, that's an opportunity to have them hang out with different side characters and develop them until the group comes back together. And instead, this show is so devoted to that main four they won't allow them to not be friends for a single episode. Okay. 
Um, so rumor mill time? Yeah, let's do it. Let's live that life. Okay, so do you remember in the show Airbnb how has a picture? <laughs> There's a picture, Betty picks it up. Yeah, it's the family photo. Is it the family photo? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something else. In which case, this is a wordless fucking theory. Are you sure it's a family photo? It's him, Alice, Polly, and Betty. Okay. What did you think it was? I thought it was the photo from the Riverdale Reaper. No. It wasn't? No, it's the Cooper family photo. Wow, I totally missed that then. She would have mentioned if it was the Riverdale Reaper photo. You're right. I don't know why I was... You're right. That was dumb. You can get this out if you want. No, I'm keeping this in. <laughs> okay. For some reason, I was like... I was. You on- said you were operating on all cylinders today. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I think I was, um, I don't have very good vision, and so I was watching it from far away. It's just so many excuses. I I was watching it from far away. I'm tired. I have bad vision. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I do have bad vision. You don't know what I've seen today. Do you know what you've seen today? I have, and I can't talk about it. Your vision isn't great. I know. Um, So yeah, so that was my theory. But no, my other theory is that there could be two black hoods, and that we're going to eventually find out that it's not Hal, quote-unquote, it's not Hal, and then the finale or something is going to be like, just kidding, it's Hal and also his brother Hal of her. Like, I... I still want it to be Hal, but when they did the he's in two places at once thing, that kind of broke all hope for me that it would be really? him and okay. that it would be done well. Well, what may, what? Yes, if- it could be... Someone else up there, because it's all backlit. You don't get a good view of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Then there's someone else shooting up the town that we got to deal with. Well, what if that guy is hired by Hiram? <sighs> then fuck off, Hiram. God damn it. It's. I'm just so exhausted with this season. With this uh, Hiram plotline specifically? Yeah, specifically with the Hiram plotline. That it's just been such a slow build. And then when they revealed what it was for, it was such like, it didn't, it wasn't like a firework of excitement of what this is going to be. It was just letting all the air out of a balloon and be like, great. Oh, great. A, a prison. Cool. And then we didn't have any mystery for a while. And that the show loses a lot of energy with that. And, like, there's only two endings to this possible. He either builds a prison, and that's going to be a dumb plot next year, or something finally gets him in trouble with the police, and he gets arrested at the end of this season, or killed, or whatever, and he's just gone. Which means he just comes into town, breaks everything, (laughs) and leaves. What do you think that next season should focus on? What I want more than anything is for next season to have one episode at the start that's just Archie spending the summer in Chicago with his mom. Do you just want nice things for Archie? I want Archie to get out of that town, to recalibrate, have a summer fling, and like like uh, like basically grease like like oh meet this great girl and then go back home and then suddenly she shows up back in the hometown as well. Okay. But I want more than anything. I want Archie to go on vacation. So you want? I want him to go on. Let me clarify what you mean. Remove the girl from it. I want him to go on vacation so that someone can take some time to really get dig into him and find the character that people like, bring it back to the surface, and then send him back to the Riverdale. That's how I want the next season to start. Do you mean literally or like the writers take a vacation? No, I want I want Archie to take a vacation. Like a literal vacation. I like want, a cruise? Like no, no. Like, I want him to spend the summer in Chicago with his mom. I think there are cruises in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. What, on I, the river? I guess. <laughs> 
a summer boat cruise. They have a city set because they filmed this in Vancouver. They can they could do that. So he goes on vacation. <laughs> yeah. He comes back. Yeah. His girlfriend from Chicago. They he, had a beautiful summer romance. Forget forget the girlfriend. No, there's no, no. To be now there. there's a girlfriend. Okay, fine. Okay. She's actually the daughter of Mary's uh, hot Latina boyfriend. Cool, more diversity. I'm fine with that. Exactly. Um, and make her Indian. What did you say? Make they're missing. They're missing Indian. Like yeah. let's add that to town. There we go. Okay, cool. So she's Southeast Asian. Yeah. And she's very beautiful. Yes. And obviously she comes to town, and it turns out that she actually best friends with Veronica but they had a falling out and haven't seen each other in years and she was no she was a girl that Veronica bullied back in New York and that and that's the plot or she's Cheryl's uh, old friend who the parents oh got my god no it's um what's her name like Stacy <laughs> we something? don't remember I forgot what her name is I was like, who is that person? But I want, like, how the pilot started with Betty coming back from, like, that internship. Yeah. I want Archie to spend some time away, grow a little bit, definitely be single for a little bit, okay. and come back to town. And then, and then what? I don't know what happens from there. Okay. Because I don't know where this is going. What I, if? I need some low-stakes episodes, but I want a good mystery. Is it another murder mystery? Oh, boy. Then why is anyone still living in Riverdale at that point? What if... Archie got kidnapped. For a whole season? For a whole season. No. What if? Hell no. What if Archie was kidnapped? Of course not. What if Archie died? Wow. <laughs> oh, no, this, I'm honestly just like, I'm just pulling things out there. Like, what do you think? You know what I thought was actually kind of interesting? And I do wonder if they pitched the show like that. I wonder if they pitched the show where Archie was murdered in the first episode. I guarantee you they did not. They didn't. That ever. But doesn't you think? Don't you think it's a little weird that Jason Blossom was killed? No. Yeah, and it looked like Archie. They no, because Jason Blossom, act, like in the comics, is another redhead. Yeah. That's not anyone's fault. That's just That's they it. wanted to give Archie a third girl. They had Betty. They had Veronica. And they're like, he needs another one. So they yeah. So they made a redhead, and it was Cheryl. Okay. And they gave her a twin brother named Jason. And then she was too sexy, so they got rid of her. Yeah, she was she was too sexy, so they like made her not one of the love interests, and they just made her like a force of chaos. That's so crazy. Okay, <laughs> she's actually a force of chaos in the comics. She's like mean, but she she's like uh, somewhere between Betty and Veronica, and so she's, she's mean. nicer. Than she's, no, she's mean to both of them. Oh, she's nicer than Betty. You're forgetting that Veronica's mean in the she's comics. She's meaner than Veronica. Yes. Okay. But she's mean to Veronica and Betty. Okay. So she's worse than both of them. I guess, yeah. Okay. Oh. And she's a troublemaker in the comics, just like she is in the show. I thought she was a, um... I thought she, like, loved animals. Didn't I do this in did. a... Yeah. Didn't I make this clear? Yeah, I forgot things that you say a lot. I'm sorry. Not a lot. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Wow. Not a lot. No, that's great. I'm more meant just, like, details uh-huh. of everyone. Oh, yeah. It's not It's not your fault. Sure. I remember everything you say. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm really sorry. Do you, John, do you want to tell me what you're looking forward to? I'll remember it. You're so upset with me, and I don't want you to be. I don't have much right now. That's upsetting. It is. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, if I have to pick one thing, I watched the first two episodes of Cobra Kai on YouTube, and I was like, this is going to be dumb. What is it's it? It's this 34 years later, t- like, YouTube Red series that is a sequel to The Karate Kid. Oh, that's cool. 
where the bad guy from Karate Kid is now like a just a he's failed as an adult and he goes back and he restarts the dojo he used to be a member of. Wait, that sounds hilarious. It's, it's not a comedy. Oh. And he starts training <laughs> okay. kids to like in karate, he basically becomes the Mr. Miyagi, but he's an asshole to like these kids. But when the hero from the Karate Kid uh, sees that that this is coming back, he starts like being like, "No, you got to destroy them. Cobra Kai is bad," and like kind of morphs into like a bit of a a villain who's kind of a good guy. And it's a, it's like an interesting thing. I've seen two episodes. I'm like, I kind of want to see more. But more than anything in the world, I do not want YouTube Red. I don't ever want YouTube Red. You don't want to own it. I don't think YouTube Red is a good idea. Okay. I don't support it. So I might do a 30-day trial to watch this and then never pay for YouTube Red. What if they make really good content, though? But this is the only thing they've ever made that I've been interested in. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't make good content. They but by the time they, I finish it, there would have to be more good content for me to be like, I will continue to have YouTube Red. Do you not want to pay for another subscription service? I so don't. Yeah, I kind of am getting a little fatigued with that, too. Guys, I'm so... I am very scared that the future of streaming services is packages, mm. like a cable package of streaming services. I'm thinking that is probably gonna be a thing. And honestly, fuck that. Disney's gonna have their own streaming service, and of course I have to buy that because they're gonna have all this Star Wars and Marvel stuff. And then DC is gonna have its own streaming service, and I gotta get that because the new season of Young Justice is gonna be over there. And I pay for CBS All Access because they have one show I watch, Star Trek Discovery. Netflix is the only one that has a consistent amount of good content. Well, Netflix and Hulu. Can I ask what you think you're, you would pay for good content? If you had to set a price point, how much money do you think you'd spend? For one show? Not for one show. For, for like, 90% of the shows that you want to watch. How much would you pay for them? I don't know. I think I'd pay $100. Like, monthly? Yeah. If, I, if that was the only entertainment that I... Not only entertainment, but like... I think that would be my, my ceiling. If I had to pay $100. I don't pay $100 now, but I think that's what I, I think would pay if I had to pay it. Everyone needs to get a group of people together to form a pact where mm -hmm. one person pays for one service and lets everyone use theirs, and another yeah. person pays for another service and lets everyone use theirs. That's the only way to stop this from winning. I mean, I think that's what people already do. I don't think there's a pact. Just, I don't think there's like an organized pact. I know, but like, I hate it so much. So that was one thing that you hate. I think um, John might not be in the best mood. What's something that I love? Sorry, I've just been really stretched thin this week. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Do you want me to talk now? Yeah. Okay, because I also realized that after I said that I was sad that you couldn't think of things, I'm like, I don't really know what I had to think of. I'm excited for the new season of 13 Reasons Why. I'm excited for something that is happening in July. I'm excited is it about Independence Day. <laughs> you mean you mean no? It's not the Fourth of July. No. Um, no, something coming out in July that I was excited about. I don't remember now. I was so excited about it. I don't remember. Wow, we're doing good, real good. You guys tell me what you are excited about, <laughs> and then I'll agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. No, it's like a new season. Of something coming out. Dietland. I'm excited for Dietland. Thoughts coming out. I'm excited to watch Sweet Better. And that's it, I think, for now.
Cool. Yeah. Where can they find you, Caitlin? They can find me at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-Y Tweets at Twitter. And you can find my dog, Stella, at Stella Mystery Pup on Instagram. What about you, John? You can find me on Twitter at John Patton. And you can find me on my blog, Catcher in the Rye, where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Good pun. I'm working on a bit about event comics inspired by Infinity War. Um... So yeah, once I have a version of that I feel comfortable with, that'll be online too. Hey John, Woo. do you think Thanos is hot? No. Okay, good. I don't think any of the CGI characters are hot. Thank I'm... you. Thank you. That's my biggest argument. But uh, I have way worse opinion of people who think that Pennywise is hot. Venom or Pennywise? Pennywise. But like which one is hotter? You have to rank hotness. We're going to do Thanos, Pennywise, and... All the CGI characters are hotter than Pennywise's gross ass. I don't know why anyone is like, oh, Pennywise. This is freaking wrong, man. Okay, so do you want to know my ranking? Sure. Pennywise is the hottest. What? Why? Why? Explain it to me. Explain it to me right now. Because he's Bill Skarsgård. No, 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 no. Forget. He's the whole makeup. The whole makeup job is on. Wait, what do you mean the whole makeup job? Like he's got a giant head with red hair and white face and he's wearing a clown costume. Is he like how he is in the gutter? Like he is across the entire movie. He is very different across the whole movie. Shaking his head. Wild eyes. Mouth with all the teeth. Okay, no, the teeth are really fucking with me now. So then I guess Thanos is the hottest. And Venom yeah. is not hot because Venom is scary. Venom yeah. is the most scary to me. That makes... Uh, really? Well, hot, scarier than Pennywise? I guess Pennywise is scary when he's in full form. But he's at least human. <laughs> like, Venom is scarier to me, even though he's Tom Hardy. To be honest, that Venom movie looks so stupid. I don't understand it, but I'm excited. It looks like... You know, you know the guy from Fantastic Four who can stretch his arms, Mister Fantastic. Yeah. It looks like a movie about him. Yeah. Because every power they show in the trailer is just him pushing people and like stuff <laughs> stretching out from his body and reaching out for the motorcycle and, whoosh, and he get attaches the motorcycle. Yeah, I'm not really sure what they're trying to do with it. Will I watch it? Yeah, probably will actually. <laughs> Tom Hardy's really attractive. What is that accent he's doing in the? You mean as Venom? Yeah. I don't know. I have no answer. He's to like. It sounds like every every word is chosen by like 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 it would when a robot is speaking a yeah. sentence when you write it out. Not great. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it for us, I think. Gamora's hot. Gamora is hot. That's it's not a shame the same. that the other like kids of Thanos in that movie were all CGI. Oh. When it could have been yeah. like cool makeup jobs. Yeah. But like shout out to Carrie Coon as Proxima Midnight insane right she's so great she's so in everything you know what's weird she's not in mind hunter but certainly looks like she should be <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week for the penultimate episode of season two of riverdale we love you guys over and out river vixens